So welcome to the fourth episode of Listening Conversations with Plants. Today we have gone out in our garden. We're sitting with our beautiful calendula. So called marigold. In Danish that would be mournful. <laughs> and if you're in the seeing this on a video, you can see all the beautiful flowers next to us. So yeah, for this episode, we have three, it's kind of four guests for for conversation. Oh my multiple personalities. <laughs> multiple personalities. <laughs> I've invited my beautiful husband to join us, Stefan. Hmm. Hi Stefan. Hi everyone. <laughs> nice then, to be here. Yeah. Then we have in then we're gonna be inviting and have invited Calendula into the conversation. And we're doing this after Stefan and I have had a little calendula and cacao ceremony. So cacao is kind of still in the energy. Really want to honor that, mm. even though this is not a, such a cacao episode. And with you, that makes us full. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and the whole garden. And maybe some uh, barking dogs from a neighbor or something. Yes. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. So today we want to have a conversation about calendula, with calendula, and really on the topic of healing and a healer, that kind of um, topic. And then we'll see where the flow of today takes us. And for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, this uh, podcast is all about listening to the wisdom of nature to the wisdom of plants and each episode we're taking one or several plants with us in to the conversation drinking a tea or an extract with them today we both have tea of calendula and homemade calendula oil um, and fresh calendula <laughs> since we're in the garden um, and then we're gonna dive into the world of our energy of that plant as a teacher as a healer um, mm as medicine yeah so you're very welcome my name is Eva Maria yeah hmm these weeks have been quite calendula weeks for us hmm quite intense yeah yeah been growing it all over our garden and harvesting it and making oil and, and it's it's amazing how abundant this plant is where if you keep harvesting the flowers it'll just for months and months and months mm -hmm. just keep bringing and new beautiful flowers when you have started with that um, mm. getting flowers off i think we started getting flowers in the end of the middle of june and now mm. we're in the end of or middle end of august and they're and still it still just looks not different yeah. no despite uh, the seeds are coming more now yeah we have here the maybe you can see that here it's yeah like beautiful seed pots seed pots yeah we got gifted these calendula seeds from our dear friend in Germany who has mm. a little biodynamic garden. And I feel like that tells a lot about this plant because for me it's such a generous plant. It's also called a companion plant. You know, it's one of those plants mm. that if you plant it with other plants, it, it helps them. It like keeps certain pests away. And so it has this kind of really sharing, abundant, um, generous energy. And so for us being gifted that, um, those seeds are just so aligned, I feel, with how the energy of this plant mm. is. And we will do the same. So now we are collecting seeds and 
let's yeah. see who will get them at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, they will come back into the garden yeah. for the next year. I think we want to keep on going with Calendula. Yeah. And also the seeds of today, of sharing this conversation with whoever mm -hmm. feel kind of called to dive into the world of Calendula. Yeah. So kind of just feel like taking a moment and inviting this beautiful teacher plant in, together with our other teachers, teacher plants and, and guides. Um, Yeah, I want to start the comment. Well, we already started the conversation, but what mm. comes to mind right now is is really the question of like, who is healing? Who is the healer? Um, mm. What is healing? And I kind of want to start there. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah. What the, I mean, that's a big question, but is there any place you want to kind of bite into that juicy <sighs> I think the biggest bite is right away we are not the healers. Hmm. So there's many, many things and, and I don't want to take away of anybody's self-empowering of saying um, we can heal ourselves and I'm, I'm, I really acknowledge that in many cases this happens to heal ourselves, but more or less overcoming obstacles. And this is belonging to the mind. So because the mind is something we sort of have to master as humans, this is what we can overcome, actually. And therefore, many psychosomatic issues are rooted in the mind, and so we can literally heal ourselves by overcoming issues in the mind but when it comes to true healing when there is an open infected wound when there is something so severe in the body that none of these strategies will work then healing healing is actually a gift of grace um, it comes from the divine and is in so many cases administered through the plants mm. and all of then what the healer is is just the one who knows that plant and who knows to talk to its spirit and to connect I think that is all what we can do we can do we can connect those two sides of the spectrum and pray that this will happen, that this wonder will happen, that yeah, this I don't have a word, better word than grace um, will happening through us and it's it's really nothing we can provoke we can learn the ways of the plants and we can um, yeah, give them the right opportunities and the right mindsets for all of that 
But true healing, as I said in the entrance, is a gift. It's gifted by mm. higher consciousness. I mean, I, when you start the com or like from what you're saying, what it kind of invites or what comes up in me is, is really this idea that, you know, okay, wh what is it that does the healing? <laughs> okay, if we say it's spirit or it's life force or it's source or it's love or whatever we want to call that energy in one way we could say we're all that so yeah we're all the ultimate healer um but i feel and it it, it was just reminded like we have a we had a somebody commented on one of our posts saying like oh remember you're the you're yourself is the ultimate healer and and in a way i disagree um i don't disagree <laughs> like yeah spirit is the ultimate healer and we are spirit but i feel us claiming to be healers and us claiming to be the ultimate healers is, is can come from an ego thing or can be like um, and, and again I don't mm. want to like I think it's beautiful when we empower ourselves to say we can heal ourselves but what I feel is that if I get a cut whether that is physical or that is emotional um, or energetic I cannot like the doctor cannot heal it I cannot sit and look at my arm and be like, heal, <laughs> the body heals. And what I have to do is put it in a state where healing can occur. So like healing is out of my, um, out of my doing. My doing is, is the practice of giving it space, give, making it clean, calming down let the nervous system be in a space where healing can occur and then healing as you're saying comes from grace comes from spirit comes from the plants comes from beyond um, and it's like where does creativity come from did i write this song or did this song come through me and i feel something beautiful happens at least for me something beautiful happens when i give give up on saying this is my song and more say this song came through me and i feel the same with the healing and working with mm. plants i don't need to claim to be a bigger healer than let's say calendula i feel like calendula is <laughs> a master healer um and so i actually feel like something happens when i give up trying to be the healer and step back and be more the container for healing to occur and and this is and why this conversation, why do we talk about this with Calendula? Well, because I feel that part of what Calendula teaches me is actually about this. Um, Calendula is used, like, is amazing for healing wounds inside and out. It's like, you know, antimicrobial and all those things. Um, and it has been used, like, in Europe for thousands, probably thousands of years. At least, like, it's a really traditional mm. medicine for wound healing it's a southern european plant or do you know i actually don't from? know where it comes from that's a very good mm. question um or like yeah original original um and it's also used in like um vaginal health it's used a lot with like for instance i use it in my yoni steams which is great um and part of what i when i work a lot with this plant like First and foremost, it's it's like sunshine, but sunshine in this motherly, um, bright, calming way. I feel, really, in, in its energy. Like if you, if you look at some of the sunshine plants, like dandelion or sunflower, 
or St. John's word, they're very much like, here I come, do, 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 do. <laughs> um, where I feel, and it's also, yeah, if, yeah, just if you pluck the sunflower, I mean, I know sunflower has several, but it, it, it isn't in the same, yeah, I don't know, it feels different, it feels more feminine for me, it has this more kind of ah, motherly open up, and in that open up, I feel that's like part of the medicine of calendula is really like letting us look at our deep traumas, our deep emotional wounds. It it can be super comfortable and beautiful and nice, but it can also like these weeks when we've been diving into calendula, for me it's actually been really uncomfortable. I've been getting an ear infection and been having like a lot of physical symptoms of what this plant is actually guiding me to look at. Um and one of the key teachings that I find with this plant is that she's asking me to slow down and give space for the healing. Like, I can't act my way out of it. I can't work my way out of it. I can't just, like, do another ceremony, do another rapé, like, go into it, eat more healthy, you know, whatever it is. It's like, it's not, this is a space beyond me. And when my nervous system and my like goes goes into like urgency and high arousal and want to act out of it that's not a place for healing that's a place of panic and and um being in in high, high arousal or alertness or if i go down and just um what's uh, like low arousal but that's also like when you collapse if i go into collapse that's also not gonna that's also not like really a space where a lot of healing can occur so she's like helping me into the zone of here is a nervous system here's a body that's actually ready to receive it has to be slow enough and calm enough and and um, there has to be space for this deep deep wound deep traumas to kind of come up with calendula get its sunshine into it and slowly kind of be shined up with that beautiful sunshine. Mm, yeah. For me, Calendula speaks a little bit a different language. Yeah. It's. I sense that strong healing powers behind it. I sense the, the doctor, I would say. Mm. And it requires, in my case, absolutely presence. Um, I wondered long time, where is that Kalenula being? I cannot feel it. I cannot be it. It's somewhere there, but it's not as accessible as um, others like um, chamomile. Like chamomile. <laughs> it's gross right here. It was as well. so easy to access for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I know when, when something is a little bit more difficult to access, then it has actually to teach something. So my journey with Calendula was more about yeah, bringing me into a state where I am allowed to shine, mm -hmm. where I am strong enough to invite that, that powerful mm -hmm. friend. So I had mm -hmm. to go into my own strength. And by, by finding that door or searching for that door, and inviting her in over over the last mm. weeks it was yeah i also felt sick and i felt weak and and it is 
as she knocks at the door, is like, yeah, you should maybe look here. And, and <laughs> what about that? That is also a thing you really don't want to look at. <laughs> I can show you. And yeah. so, okay, yeah. Um, I hear you. And I, and I have the same experience. I have the same, just in my way, right? But I really feel for me what with that what you're saying like she i had some processes with her for some weeks where she was like can you dare to be abundant like me like can you dare to shine like mm -hmm. how would it be to live a life where you're shining there's more than enough there's so much that you can just share it you don't have to be afraid of plucking a flower i can sometimes go into like oh can i pluck you you know and i, I love to ask permission and i always do that with working with plants and also can be a little over cautious and she was like can you believe that there is mm. so much love so much beauty so much brightness and can you live from that place and kind of teasing a little almost like <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> pushing that like how would it be do you have the strength yeah to hold that yeah. to hold that energy of yeah. like brightness mm. so you in a way you prepare yourself for a good friend to come mm. and then you know you this one is a powerful one and yeah you prepare your rooms for it in a different way yeah and i i remember when i started plucking calendula to begin with and started connecting with her i was um so i have some some right here that we've been collecting to to harvest and i remember taking the flower in my hand and what really felt for me was just like whoa here is sunshine in my hand like but not in this like oh it hurts sunshine like we're sitting in the sun right now and i'm pretty sweaty and it's like oh this is warm <laughs> uh, but like more in this like ah like a big ohm almost mm -hmm. that's how i feel touching and like having a calendula in my hand and i can I think also the smell is not that sweet or something it mm. is a kind of sort of stronger smell yeah i mean and also the wax you know calendula has all this wax on it which is part of its medicinal properties mm -hmm. right and like when we make oil it's really important not it's kind to of sealing up the wounds exactly yeah. it's like that waxy thing and but it's also like for instance when we make oils it's really important to have the flower heads and not just the petals because that wax is actually part of part of like yeah as i said the medicinal properties mm -hmm so in that way it has this kind of stickiness right <laughs> which can be a little like mm. maybe a little bit annoying even yeah 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 if you if it if, doesn't let go <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey here is something it's like the resin of a pine tree or like a sprout spruce sprout what is it called spruce in english mm. where you go mm. and it's like oh it's stuck and then it's like sticky there <laughs> mm -hmm. and super medicinal mm. One of the things that comes up a lot for me with working with Calendula is kind of a melancholy or like a sadness. Um, it's like either or. I feel like either I go into this kind of space of melancholy and sadness and trauma or I go into this space of like shining and expanding. So it's like ex expansion or contraction. But the contraction isn't necessarily like uh, 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 run away from it, though I do that sometimes. But it's more like this, uh, <laughs> yeah, going downwards. 
And it just, with working with this plant, it really reminded me of how some plants I feel are teacher plants and some plants are healer plants. Okay, all plants are healers, right? But some are more teacher mm. healers and some mm. are like... More doctors. Some are more a whole hospital and some mm. is like a, a doctor and some are like a teacher that teaches you to become a doctor doing your self-healing thing, right? Or, um, And I, as an example, the birch tree, I feel is a teacher. So she is helping us heal. She is going into all of the deep waters and pioneering the way into the deserts within us and thus helps us heal. But drinking or like an extract of birch doesn't have the same kind of physical medicinal properties mm. as let's say calendula where calendula really is like a healer plant and i feel there is a difference in how they teach and in the intensity when you like intake the plant that it it works differently when it's a hospital or like a healer healer like calendula One thing that has been interesting for me is that so some of the healer teachers of like local healer teacher plants um, that I, I don't want to it's not like a comparison but like a similarity or like they're not similar but this like that I would put in the same category as like a healer plant like yarrow in Danish that would be rolige. Um, yeah and what's interesting about the here like let's say yarrow if you're making a herbal oil with it you can put the fresh plant in you know it's micro uh, anti-microbial anti-fungi anti all that so it, it can like hold in the oil it doesn't mold that easily and it's like fine but calendula um if you make it from the fresh flower it's really challenging not to have it moldy i have several friends who tried and it always get moldy i i don't I haven't done it because <laughs> everybody I've heard try to do the fresh um, and also the teacher um, that I studied with 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 oils is like don't use fresh um, so you have so you use it dry and then there's like different processes with it but it's interesting for me that in my mind I feel like a plant like calendula that's good for healing wounds and and has all these magical properties and all the wax should in my mind should be good to put fresh into an oil mm -hmm. and last and it doesn't that's interesting hmm. and i mean we can talk about the physics of it and i'm sure there's like or biology or whatever you want to call it um might be just having as far as i know that, that those flower buds are the ones who need the longest to dry yes. so they're containing a lot of water yeah and water is prone to yes. bacteria's mold over time. So Yeah, but what I what I, I guess what I'm more going with it is that I feel like Calendula kind of has a mind of her own <laughs> on these kind of things. So like <laughs> as a um, Yeah, you gotta know how to treat her and I call it a her it could also be a him mm, and most plants I do feel is a hun like a both and uh, and I do feel calendula very feminine in in the way that this plant 
present itself to me and how I experience it. What are some of your favorite ways of, of intaking or working with Kalindula? Hmm. I really enjoy that tea. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking Kalindula tea from mm. the garden. Yeah. I'm always into more of the, the spiritual connection and from there on the the physical will come mm-hmm. so okay you can go the other direction as well so that yeah. doesn't that doesn't uh, change the the, the result <laughs> it's just a different opening it's just where where you actually want to go yeah. from where you want to come I mean, I started, um, I was introduced to Kalendula through Yoni Steams, actually, through, um, yeah, working with Yoni Steams. And for those who don't know what that is, that's like a <laughs> kusu sauna. <laughs> it's like a, a, a soda for uh, the, the Yoni, the vulva, the, the pussy, whatever name you feel comfortable with using. Um, and then I got this big, because that's when I heard the name Kalendula. And then for me, it was this huge mind blowing thing when I realized that calendula and mournful was the same thing. <laughs> because in all these fancy creams in Danish, they don't use mournful. They're like calendula cream. And I was like, wait a moment, this is mournful, which I, of course, know from my childhood and from growing up as, as this plant. Every, not every everywhere but like around mm. um, always liked it and so in the Danish name for Kalendula it's like the the lady of the morning so to speak and like mm. the plant closes in the evening in a way and then opens up for the sun in the morning so this kind of yeah it just it gives me the Danish name mournful gives me this graceful elegant uh, <laughs> but mm. only like metam, but but in a in a beautiful way of this, I can almost see this kind of goddess in in those yellow orange colors walking around a garden in the morning. There's a little mist and the sun is rising, and she walks around and gets all the flowers to open. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so from there on, when I realized that it was then, I think you were the one translating it. I was like, what is it in Danish? I'm realizing. Um, and also Marigold, that comes common, near, yeah. Common English name, like another mm. Mariah, like Rosemary, um, which is German name is just Ringelblume, <laughs> so which is just <laughs> unfortunately just mentioning the seeds, which are yeah. kind of kringle. Yeah, the seeds are really interesting because they're so, yeah, they're going like round, like almost small larvae, mm-hmm. or like. Yeah, they're they're like small aliens. As if the flower petals itself has crinkled up. Crinkled up. uh, Getting solid. But it has a lot of texture. Mm -hmm. The seeds has a lot of texture and a lot of like um, movement because it's these like round (laughs) uh, seeds. Which is again interesting. I feel that 
calendula has such a depth that I've only just touched upon and I mm -hmm. feel like if we were having this conversation in a year it would look very different we might have that um, so okay calendula this bright sunshine abundance bringing in light as Stefan said sometimes shedding light on some of the places we don't want to look but that we need to look deep trauma healing through working with it when we're and for that we we got to be conscious mm. right and it can be a little uncomfortable sometimes because it is very it it's bright you can't run away from it it's like mm. look at this yeah brings me back to our entrance yeah. topic about what is healing mm -hmm. and i think when we working with the plants then we will look at all aspects of, by example, a scar. Then we look at the tissue and we look into what has happened, mm. why it has happened and which emotional wounds it has created and maybe what was before, so which was the situation even mm -hmm. leading to that. So. The true healing brings us through all of that. Yeah. It's just it's not just covering up a wound. No. It is something else. It goes beyond that. Yeah, to be in that process it does something very different when we're <laughs> does something very different when we're conscious in it, right? When we're listening to the whispers of the plants and of ourselves. And of course we can do some of this without plants. I mean, there's so many beautiful energies to work with. But specifically with plants, there is this interesting groundedness to it because it is right here in the garden, like the earth right under our feet. It's like with our bodies. And for me, that gives it such a beautiful embodiment character or like it really it goes in the physical body and and it goes in the spirit and in the energy. And one thing is closing a physical wound. But as you said, all the traumas that come from is all the emotional wounds like to really integrate that, to really learn how to heal that, that's that's the, the next level. Mm -hmm. And that's where I find it, working shamanistic with plants, I find that a, a really important part is to be open to receive, to ask for help. You know, it's like I really feel that the plants are, we live in a free will universe. The plants respect us as sovereign beings. So if we say nope, I would like to stay in this trauma <laughs> then they're like okay that's your choice so we gotta say yes please come and help me i would like to go towards a more joyous more abundant more beautiful harmonious life and then they're there helping us i lost my my thought of like my uh, my thought just like <laughs> disappeared <laughs> for me Mm. <laughs> somehow the quality <laughs> yeah of today the quality of today is really like interesting that. yeah <laughs> i was was totally off track right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah as if there are secrets which are not ready to reveal yeah hmm i think part of what i wanted to go towards was that 
there is something beautiful about learning how to open up to another energy. And whether that is a partner or a plant or or whatever, like if it's a tantric practice or whatever it is, I feel there's a lot actually similarities between some of the tantric ways in relationships and some of the ways of connect, connecting with plants. Um, because you got to open up for another energy, another being. And that can take us straight to our traumas with relationships. You know, all of us have. No matter how amazing our parents were, we still live in a life that, in a world that has all the chaos that it does. So we do, you know, at sometimes love wasn't unconditional. There was conditions. And we, we learned to put ourselves into neat little boxes to fit into that, to be loved. And so when we start relating to plants and inviting them in and not saying I'm the one I can do this hyper independent I'm the healer I'll do it um, but when we actually put on that more humble go on that more humble um, path of of asking something bigger than us asking something greater and whether mm. that is you know doesn't mean that we have to make ourselves small no, no not at that's all that's the thing we are we are amazing huge beautiful divine beings as well and it takes nothing from us i actually think it gives us something to ask for help and to connect mm. with something greater i don't say bigger but like greater a, a greater connection um like in our relationship like our relationships in some way is greater than i am mm. and it's not just my needs that are important your needs are important too and what's good for our family is important And I feel that when we go into that kind of kind of path with plants, it really opens up something that is healing in itself, that I don't have to do all of it. I don't have to do <laughs> so much, to fix so much, to have all these big, big responsibilities, which we all do, responsibility of, you know, walking our path and being our the, the, the leaders that we are. And relaxing into the embrace of a plant of a teacher plant is so liberating and and mm. that for me is a way yeah. to to freedom actually because that mm. is surrendering into something higher but not from this ego perspective mm -hmm. of i need to become buddha <laughs> or like yeah and mm. and i feel like that in itself opening up to receive um, opening up for help connecting with earth with wise beings as plants and allowing them to be big and beautiful and teaching me that is healing in itself i think what you're speaking of is to me it reminds me of of the idea that we are alone and sometimes mm. it might feel that when we speak to ourselves um, we speak to our inner actors there's nobody else inside there inside that mind inside that universe inside that realm mm. and we kind of gonna get lost in that and the belief is there that that we are alone and and life shows us in some ways that our family the greater family the where we come from is at one point not there to help us and you mean like blood relations blood relations <laughs> yeah it's just family could also be the 
yeah. <laughs> relatives. But it, what I meant is yeah. uh, that they are not there, not in, not in the way that we wish them to be, mm. not that we wish to, them to hold space for us. Mm. And the idea that something greater than us is with us mm. all the time, we sort of lost as society. Mm-hmm. So there's a big movement we followed the last many hundred years of, of kind of killing our God and putting science on top and want to explain everything. And everything what we cannot explain is by definition not existing. So, in one hand, it was good that we killed that old god because it was anyways kind of made up. Um, <laughs> it's okay. But on the other hand, we we lost a true connection. And that true connection is, in in my experience, the realization that God is green. And it's nothing grandfatherish maybe I don't have that experience maybe it's there for someone for me it's it's that it is in nature mm. and that it is in many many ways very feminine and I as a man felt even more abandoned because there's no counterpart in that way so a little bit lost as well but the ability of truly asking for help for many of us comes when we are really truly at the end of our abilities. And I feel like women are most likely better in that of asking earlier for help. Mm. For me, it was very late to come to that point where I was not able to help myself anymore and I was calling for help and realized that there is something. Mm -hmm. It's interesting but as you said before we are sovereign beings and there are beautiful loving beings never ever would interfere into somebody else's experience except we asked them for help yeah, I mean, I feel for, for for me and in my work as a plant priestess and as working with healing, that is really so high on my priority. This like consent. I can't just go in and dive around in somebody's energy if they haven't given me their consent. That's manipulation. That's manipulation. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, no matter how good the intentions are. <laughs> I mean, I think we can all have parents that have good intentions and then we're like, yeah, but I don't want this. <laughs> um, and I feel that's, that's kind of the same way in whatever um, role of authority or role of a leader or role of a healer um, is really important. And the more I go into this, the more plant... And obviously there's like an, an energetic consent and there's also like... Uh, can I <laughs> work with you and, and sure when people come to me they're 
there's already some level of consent that like I would like to work with you and here I actually pay money for it um, but it, it's really important for me to like honor honor that um, sovereignty of, of each and every person and I think that's also kind of bringing that healing like what is healing wholeness balance and I was just thinking what you said before with like that we lost connection I don't feel that we lost connection we forgot that it's there because it's still there and I remember for, we are for, just hiding from it <laughs> yeah like for many years we we talked about reconnect to nature with what we're doing with mighty tree and and then we realized or like somebody was like why reconnect isn't it something different and at first I was like no 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 <laughs> and then when I really listened to the wisdom of what this man had said I was like oh yeah it's deepening the connection or like remembering remember, it yeah. because it's it's already there it never it never left us we never mm. lost it um it's there it's uh, many people are speaking about that that they had that connection as a child yeah and I really think we should not blame society or our parents for that. I think oof, hmm. it's just aspects of the mind are settling in, which we have to master. Mm -hmm. So the whole field of mind is not there as a child mm -hmm. and we are just simply connected. We are there, we are present in the moment. And then this sort of new tool comes to us and this needs a shitload of mastery mm -hmm. and for some people this is what they end up and for some people they want to overcome it and this is also not to put it down it is an amazing tool yeah. and helps us to doing all these things to sit here today <laughs> and talk to you yeah i was thinking about what you said what i really resonated with and what I've been thinking the past maybe two weeks is really like putting even more thought into I'm I'm done with blaming the past blaming mm. capitalism blaming my parents for the traumas oh, that I have people yeah blaming like past generations for putting us in this climate crisis and like just being in blame and saying okay am I ready and I feel actually also calendula in that because I've been working with Calendula all the time while having these kind of thoughts, mm -hmm, which are like, mm -hmm. am I ready to step into responsibility, into love, actually into peace within me and saying, okay, if this isn't about blaming, what if it's about, and it's not about fixing, what if it's about creating something better, something even more beautiful? So let's go towards what is beautiful. Let's look at the shiny, beautiful Calendula abundant and like sharing all her beauty instead of blaming why is the trauma there why is the trauma there and yeah fuck the people who made it and then you recall it all the time yeah yeah but and also like i, I do want to mention with that though because i do feel there is a spiritual bypass of this like oh well if you needed to be sexually abused then that was karmic and your soul chose that so that's what's it and this person was your teacher and um on one level you can say yes to that and I say hey that's bullshit this is not okay this is wrong <laughs> and and now this person has to deal with the consequences of that and so I do feel that like it so just to say that when I say step out of the blame it isn't saying oh everything is okay 
like sure on the highest level everything is okay and on this earthy level there's some things where it's good to say boundaries and there i actually think calendula has a point as well like with the wax of like closing a wound and what we're talking about with like mm. where is my boundaries where's my physical boundaries where's my energetic boundaries yeah. where do i go to what am i okay with and what am i not okay with where's the limit and and i feel some of the teachings that calendula have many plants have but some plants like calendula have it even more like all plants teaches us to remember to remember our connection and to come home into and create that space of self-healing like where grace can come in and heal right and hmm. some plants they all teach in different ways and i feel like chamomile who's here next to us what i feel chamomile does is kind of make the space bigger i always get pretty angry when i sit out here or annoyed frustrated when i sit and meditate with with chamomile <laughs> kind of opens up the space and be like okay look at this from a broader perspective like really take it makes it bigger mm -hmm. um and yeah so ju just to say that like all plants have in some ways some of the same teachings about the truth of our being and about remembering and some plants like calendula really teaches about healing really teaches about wholeness really teaching about like boundaries which is part of that healing shining which is part of that healing mm -hmm. um, abundance flow uh, and I do feel because I do feel that many many people who come to us as well and also myself included in my processes when there is a healing from scarcity to abundance which I feel is so kind of ingrained in people um, and sure it's connected to so many things but like this scarcity, this fear, when you go in like survival mode, is there enough for me? Am I enough? Like grabbing, taking everything we can and thus there's not enough for everybody because some people are taking and taking and taking out of fear, which I feel is one of like the major things for us to heal and going back into trust. There is enough. Mm -hmm. I will get exactly what I need. I will not take more than I need. Yes, I can pluck this flower if it's right to pluck this flower right now. And I will ask permission and I will communicate with the plant about it. And I feel that's like that healing of like there is enough. I'm in the river. The river keeps flowing. And I don't know all the answers right now. I am on the path. This is life. Sometimes it sticks a little. Sometimes it's wet. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's warm. Sometimes you're sweaty. And like how do i be in the flow of this life of this river in the most enjoyable way in the most pleasurable way in the most um conscious way and then just walking one step at a time like i might just see the next step i might not even see the next step maybe i can just feel that my one foot is lifting from the floor and i don't even know where it's gonna end but i will trust that wherever i place it is a good place and i will just continue walking that healing which i feel plants like cacao also go very deeply into but all plant again this is like a major mm -hmm. thing for us of like heightening our vibration but i really feel that calendula is pushing that button within me <sighs> that was a lot of words <laughs> yeah i think trust is is one of the major teachings of all of the plants most of the plants I cannot speak for all of the plants but mm. all of that I know um, but also you have to imagine you cannot walk away as a plant 
you kind of have to trust where that seed falls and starts to yeah. grow that this will be getting something so you spot. do your best wherever yeah. you fall in onto and then you produce some seeds and do your best that this will be even more and that's that's all yeah and therefore you have to trust wherever you are and and that is that is a plant all of the plants some of them can grow and some, some of them trees can, can even walk <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and they also are there when it's their time so there grows a lot of them one year and the next year you wonder where they went mm. so they somehow as if they chose another place to live um, their job is done so to say mm. so yeah. but back to calendula i really feel as well it's it's those healthy boundaries mm. which are coming up here when you're talking just when you said that what it reminds me is when calendula is a companion plant right it does help the plants around it there is still something about what's me and what's other where mm. like a plant like sunflower it's pretty clear like i am the sunflower i'm standing here it's anyways growing over all of oh, them yeah yeah it's just <laughs> 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 What's that, what we yeah, um, um, <laughs> yeah yeah I, you lost yeah you lost a thread i, I was just like <gasps> yeah a thread yeah. came I'm curious about so the flow of this conversation, how much that's influenced by calendula. Because what I feel is that both of us have some kind of line. We go down and then we drop it. It's like oh, and then down. And and I don't know how much it is because the that line is created by the mind. And then it's like oh, not that direction. It, it yeah, feels yeah, like feel, she's pretty. I feel the same. So we kind of yeah are guided in some ways, but yeah. not in a in a super, super flowy yeah. way so it's, I mean, yeah, we're, none we of us try to explore <laughs> that field of, of of all the the petals of that flower in yeah. a way, and let's see the, yeah. what's in the center hmm. yeah teaching us to listen in a, in a more graceful way hmm. how to listen in a graceful way yeah. I always have the idea that this is an action. Yeah, no, it's more of a... I mean, what I feel, like for instance, <laughs> I, I have kind of an ear infection, or what we want to call it now. And what is happening is that I have so much old stuff in my ears. Karma. <laughs> dirt, <laughs> it feels like, that I can't hear clearly. Like because it isn't there's not like a lot of water coming out and it's not you know it really feels there's just old programming old stuff that is hindering me from listening clearly and she's like what are you gonna do about it <laughs> and what i feel called to in this process which feels very calendula guided is like don't do a whole bunch like i'm cleaning my ears I'm eating good but what she's really calling me for is like, lay in your garden, take a long nap, read a book, <laughs> don't stress, mm -hmm. <laughs> like come back into that okay zone in your body, in your nervous system, have space. And then um, she's popping up with my life trauma. 
like my the biggest trauma in my life she's just like every single time i sit down with calendula she's like Psst, over here and i'm like no thank you <laughs> and i feel that's really how she works mm -hmm. and i feel that part of me slowing down to listen to calendula gives space for that energy to come in and help heal the energy and emotions that are connected with that trauma that physically has been healed such a long time ago but it's still there in energy and i feel she puts her beautiful warm glow straight on it like a little lamp just like here it is And slowly, when I start getting a little more surplus of energy in that, I feel the humor of it. <laughs> because it's like, she's just, she's just truth. It's just like, hey, this is what, this is what it is. Look yeah. at it. Isn't <laughs> it's normally not crazy mm -mm. and hard to deal with, but it's those elements we don't want to look at. Yeah, it's fucking oh. annoying. Couldn't it just be like, hey, the sun is shining. We're drinking calendula in the garden. Let's just dance just, and have a yeah, nice time. Yeah, like like the ugly toad in the fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, so look at it. Yeah. Find the beauty in it. And then it you actually will find it. Mm. There is something beautiful in there. Mm. And this speaks about in some ways soul retrieval. Mm. Um, that uh, that part of you which is 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 trapped in uh, and wrapped into ugliness, mm. which we don't want to look at and we don't want to have that part anymore. And yeah, this is not me. I'll put you in that corner. <laughs> it's it's ugly, you know. We don't want to yeah. touch it at all because it's slimy or whatever it is. But. Mm -hmm. Having here something shiny on it yeah. might even want to lead us to to deal with it. And also, just with that, right, then this beautiful calendula shines a bright light on it. That might also make us feel, what? Here's this beautiful calendula. I'm not as beautiful. Look at what I got. It's ugly. And then that whole process can come up, which is such an important healing mm -hmm, process mm -hmm. too, right? But which is like, yeah, then going into the whole, ah, even more resistance for the ugliness. And like calendula isn't shiny. But she's persistent. If she's you stick with her, she yeah, will keep on telling it. you the same message but until you get it. Until you get it. Yeah, that's <laughs> very kind. <laughs> that is very kind. Yeah. No, but just that I feel more resistance comes up with calendula. Like, it's also interesting. We do ceremonies with cacao and a plant almost each month. And I know blue lotus, fall, bobansana, fall, nettle, fall. We have mugwort in a two months. And it's already like half booked. Calendula? Empty. Like, it creates so much resistance or at, le at least i feel it brings something it up. brings something up mm -hmm. not that the other plants don't but it's very interesting they like specifically calendula and i i feel that on the surface it has it has this reputation of this like oh beautiful uh skin healing beautiful yellow flower let's put it in a cream 
But actually, when we go to the depth of this plant, there's a lot of resistance because she shines on the ugliness. Yeah, but it's our resistance. It's our resistance, <laughs> right? So, so it's not, but just to say... I'm that not like, against the plant. Nope, against ourselves. Against what's in us. <laughs> against yeah. looking at what's in us. And so it's interesting that there's so much more resistance to this beautiful mm. master healer that like Yarrow, people, that's a master healer too, healer of wounds, and people don't have the same kind of resistance to Yarrow. Normally not. Normally no. not. Well, maybe somebody has, but... I mean, yeah, sure, we all have... Not in that ex- ...resistance, but it just, it's very, very interesting. And I do feel, for me, that like goes straight into some of the sister wounds, like this, this competition between women, this like, who's better than the other, um, witch burning, like all of that wound of like seeing this beautiful, graceful goddess of a plant and then suddenly going into comparison. Oh, I'm not as beautiful or am I as good? Or like, and I really feel she also goes straight into that one and she isn't doing it. She's just shining her beautiful light and then hmm. we're doing it. And I feel that's the same when when you look at these like amazing women in some, let's say I go to a, a women's gathering and there's this shiny, beautiful woman. Like, okay, some of them might have a, a huge open sister wound, but what I mean is go there, you look at her and she's just amazing and she's not in the wound, but you might be, or like mm-hmm. I might be. And then I'm starting this, oh, who's better than who and what? Um, and that I feel calendula goes into. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't name it as a sister wound, it's not in my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a form of jealousy and not in a way that I want to have what you are. Mm-hmm. It's in a way that I feel so not worthy mm-hmm. and ugly uh, whatever and on the other hand this is also why some people are not including myself not want to shine so much because then you see other people feeling sad and feeling ugly that's weird yeah i remember having that i don't have it anymore in this specific case with you but i remember when we started being a couple sometimes when I was with friends that I knew was really sad of being single or like um, had a difficulty with seeing us being so happy together I would immediately um, not be so close with you Mm -hmm. I would like Mm -hmm. to take a little distance Mm -hmm. and it took some years for me to be like hey if this person has an issue with us being happy that 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 is that person we are sharing medicine and seeing how we are together is for some people really medicine like we've had people come to our retreats and just say several people saying seeing the way that we are together is creating hope and and, and is so healing for them so if they go into jealousy if they go into comparison if they go into looking at their own ugliness that's an opportunity and it's not my responsibility Right. Mm-hmm. If I do it not from a place of look at me, look at me, but more like this yeah, is what if, I feel if, like. If you naturally shine like Calendula yes. does, um, this is not a place yes. of, of ego. This is not yeah. a, a polished armor. No. 
which behind there is your own ugliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, really, the, the truth inside of you, which yeah. comes forward to producing a flower. But yeah, it is a dance because I step into that sometimes. Places like Instagram can really make me mm-hmm. overwhelmed and triggered into. You should post more calendulas. My <laughs> 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 like we've been, yeah, posting a lot of calendulas. Um, <laughs> and then you know, and and I feel. What has really been a key for me in that has actually, it was really you teaching me that, being like, hey, I do not accept this in my system. So every time if I go in and see somebody gorgeous, not how they look, but like if they work with something similar and I start feeling insecure, my new programming, or like it's been some time now, but like that programming comes in that says, I don't accept that thought. No, thank you. And then I can be like, wow, you're gorgeous. That's amazing. Good for you. I'm gorgeous too. Let's all be gorgeous. And that's such a relief. And I can still go into that sometimes mm-hmm. when I don't have enough energy to kind of say, no, thank you. Here's my boundary. This isn't, you know. And this is also the difference between the true mm-hmm. healing, which takes it time, and the coping. Mm. You could tell yourself a million times, that you are beyond that but if you are not able to feel it Mm. it's nothing then still there's a big part of you which holds against it yeah and at that point there is where actually the help we need comes in there is where calendula can step in and give you that flower and you can shine with it but also that's the healing journey the yes. embodiment that is the healing because yes. we can have a high peak experience in a ceremony or like have a realization about something and that's great that shows us where to go we're like oh that's a north star i want to go that way and plants and plant medicine and plant ceremonies are amazing for that wow that is how it feels to be a calendula that's my north star and i'm still standing here and i gotta walk that way and mm-hmm. i might never reach that and also like i'm gonna be my own north star and all that but like you cannot be ever be calendula no, no. <laughs> don't want to be no i want to be me and like how do i walk to what like what is then the journey how does my feet walk it and and that's the embodiment and that's you know i feel that that's part of at least for me, working with these plants, like, this is my life. I sit and meditate with plants every single day. It's not something I put on when I do a ceremony with someone. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like a, a, a shirt I can put on and then take off again. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is my life. This is my path. This is what I'm committed to. And things keep coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, it would be great if of I... Of course it comes you know, up. Yeah. It's... I just want to keep on going into those healing modalities. I feel mm. like there's one, there's one practical thing that you've been given something in your emotional realm to help you. And then you speak about you're meditating with the plants. And I think in the entry, you, you, you asked the question, where does it come from? Where does insights coming from? Where does creativity is coming from? 
And this idea of it's me, that is so small. Mm. So there are so many inventions, the bicycle and the car and all the big things, which made at similar times independently by independent individuals which never had contact. How should that work? It has to come from a different realm. And by knowing that and calling on your friends, which are actually there in in name it belief or but I know that this manifestation of that plan right in front of us it is a manifestation of her spirit and that spirit even if it's smaller than me even I am able to rip it off it's way greater than I ever think of it's vast it has immense power and this is not for me to use Mm. That that would be misused because it's it's her power. Mm. It's like we have to treat those plants like individuals. If that would be my sister, I could just ask for help. Mm. I cannot just take her and rip an arm off to press the buttons uh, <laughs> I need to press. No. <laughs> or then she has to be also willing to. Okay. And all those things comes together that we that we ask them that we allow them mm. that we allow them to enter and sometimes yes it feels worse you feel sometimes sick mm. and to understand how the plan is working it needs sometimes an interpreter and that is the plant medicine woman or man or a healer uh, a medicine man or a plant priestess or whatever you call those people who have a greater idea of how this works and so we can come together and that is actually what, what we can help mm. so that's why we see us as, as helpers as channels of those energies but the healing that comes from another another dimension. Mm. And yeah. those spirits, a plant is literally in meditation all the time. It does not it doesn't have that monkey brain, not even any brain. So what else should it do? It is in meditation and therefore mating it in meditation. Perfect place. Because, mm. And it's they are doing this since millions of years more years than people exist so they are masters and we can learn from them yeah i feel like just adding to that conversation then in, in my belief we are you know we're all part of that great spirit we are all immense divine beings and <laughs> the plants are a teacher like they as you say they they're living so aligned to their dharma they're living so aligned to their purpose and they're so you know, calendula isn't trying to be chamomile. Chamomile isn't trying to be calendula. That's like a human thing, running away from our problems and like all of these things. And like, obviously, plant has other problems. But so it's. I just want to mention it from this place. It's not about making us smaller. Like everything is great. Everything is grand, and it's great to have help. We're walking 
next to a lake yesterday and I was thinking about I don't know if we had drank cacao or maybe we were just I think we were just we with always the drink cacao <laughs> someday no but I think we were ju just with the plants but what I, I remember what I thought was like wow how is this for normal people that don't work with plants and don't have teachers like this how do they go through really hard things <laughs> like where how, how is that that must be really hard mm -hmm. I mean I get therapy and good friends and like but I was just thinking like wow that that sounds tough not to have all these door openers that can help guide us deeper into remembrance and then we can remember that we are also <laughs> divine and that we can allow healing to happen through us whether or without or with a plant hmm. Yeah, I feel the conversation slowly. Oh, and also I feel like my ears and my head is a little like boo booming. But also sitting <laughs> I think we finally, not finally, but I think <laughs> we got one door. <laughs> we got a door into Canada. Yeah, it was, we were looking all around, first starting with some of the concepts we already talked about and then later coming into some other ones. That was yeah. nice, more gracefully at the end. <laughs> Thank mm -hmm. you, Calendula and Cacao. And Doyle. And Eva. And Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> and Sunshine. Oh, yeah. And thank you very much to our neighbors for, for this moment, not making too much noise. Absolutely. That was very that much was amazing. Yeah. Thank you for giving us that piece of calm yeah. time. Yeah. And thank you for whoever joined the conversation. Hope that. You got something inspiring. Hope it opens the door for you in some ways. Um, if you're curious about working with Calendula, we do offer sessions online and physical. We do make Calendula oil. And we do make we dry Calendula as well. And at one point, there will be a Calendula ceremony. Again, yes. Again. Yes, yes, yes. More of those. Um, mm. Yeah. If you have any questions, if you're curious about learning more from us, we do offer mentorships, we do offer apprenticeships, mainly with individ like individually, like really going deep into each person's process, um, doing ceremonies, doing sessions, doing plant treatments, um, but we also do offer courses and retreats and events and stuff have a look at our homepage. yeah if you're if you feel the call for that and then um we're wishing you all a very wonderful day thank you so much to these beautiful flowers in front of us <laughs> mm -hmm. <sighs> thank you my dear thank you